1: smartest man alive. Best of the week. you got to be kidding me. You guys are dumb. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? I don't know. Kavito and Rich. Best of the week. Hold back your excitement. It's like working with a dummy. Kavito and Rich. I heard all
0: about it on the radio.
2: Best
1: of the week.
2: I had this thought. I was thinking about my buddy that I went to college with, right? And I was thinking about his wife. I was there when he met his wife. So I was there from the beginning of that relationship. And I I haven't really thought about his wife in a long time. I was just thinking about his his family, and I was thinking about his wife because I went to college with her as well. And I was like, when I think of his wife, I think of her personality first. You know the type of people where their personality is so distinct that when you meet people like them, you're like, yeah, I feel like I know this person because they have a similar personality. It's not that she's a pretty woman. It's not that she has a fat ass or curves or, you know, a funny hairdo or she wears this type of clothes. Her personality is so distinct. Like she's kind of like a ball busting, cool chick. Mm -hmm. You know the type of person I'm describing? Like she has a cool personality. She leads with cool personality. She's in on the joke. She has and I don't say this in a bad way, but a sense of humor like a dude kind of. Like a guy. Like she'll break your balls a little bit, but she's cool about it. My question was, to myself, do you prefer a woman with a distinct personality, one that you could recognize immediately, or a woman whose personality you got to figure out? Now, I'm not talking about Dead behind the eyes, boring Mrs. Grundy. I'm talking about someone <laughs> you just don't know. She may be playful. She may be acting a little coy. She's maybe more reserved or shy. What's more intriguing and interesting? The one where you get it right away or the one you got to figure out? Just something I was thinking about. Because hmm. again, when you think of this person, I think of her personality.
1: I don't even think about what she looks like. And there's something to be said about that. Is this someone I know? No. Mm -mm. So it's just one of your friend's buddies, just Uh, one of your friend's wives. Yeah.
2: She had such a particular personality that when I was thinking about her, I was like, yeah, man, I I haven't met someone like her in a long time. And, uh, you know, she leads with personality. Other people by default lead with looks. Like if I say, Hey, think of so-and-so you might think of their titties. You might think of their fat ass. Kitties. You might think of yeah, she's really stylish. You may think oh yeah, she's got a pretty face. But how often do you think of oh yeah, that personality? She's she's a ball breaker. She's funny. She's you know you rarely think that about people. Um, but it does happen. So what does Rich prefer? Does it matter as far as friendship? Does it matter as far as relationship?
1: Yeah, I think it does. I think I think I don't uh, that. See, I feel like you're describing abrasive though. And you're going to say, no, not abrasive. Just like, I, but it could be I, that way. Right. That's
2: the, that's the give and take I, of that type of person. I'll give you one. I don't know. I'll I've give never an example. Like, I uh, haven't been in a relationship with someone like,
1: like that. Nicole, right? Nicole, who I do the podcast with Nicole from the morning mashup. I think of her biggins. Biggin. Yeah. I mean, I think of Nicole as just like a <laughs> ball busting. Like she's a, she, she leads with like personality. Yes. But like she's like, she'd be a pain in the ass to date. So like, she's I a feel great like example. Friends,
2: she's a great example.
1: Yeah. Like I, I look at Nicole and I say, that's someone I love to hang with, but I feel like dating her and her husband, Matt would probably tell you, being married to her is probably a lot, a lot to fucking handle. It's just interesting. And that's why other part about type it, people, but those type of people, I love to friend because they always bring the fun. They're always for a good time, but, I hear Nicole talk about the fight she gets in with her husband. And I'm like, y'all, if I, I, I if I was mad, I think I would jump off the fucking 30-second story building they're in. Like, I couldn't deal with that on a regular, but as a friend, she's fantastic. It's really I've interesting. Dated those, I've dated those over-the-top abrasive girls. You say abrasive. It's, it's not always abrasive. A- again, or maybe that's what it
2: turns into, Rich. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me yeah. that person... That girl who has that dynamic personality in that way, where she leads with personality like Nicole, eventually turns abrasive. That's what you're telling me. In a relationship. relationship, relationship. As a friend as a friend. They're the
1: friend that they're the friend you want to hang out with all the time because they bring the good times. So then to answer the question is if
2: you were a single guy in the mist, you would gravitate toward the girl who you don't know about. She's reserved she's giving you the eye but you don't know what her personality is all about you're more interested and intrigued by that for relationships
1: i'm attracted you're attracted to to that i'm I'm attracted i'm attracted to the abrasive but i know better right no it's it's kind of
2: a wild thought when i when i again you know when i thought of this like i was like uh you know when you're barely awake yeah, I was like barely awake, so your mind's like racing in all these weird ways that you can't control, and I just was thinking about my buddy and his family. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. Thought of his wife, and again, I just thought of her personality. Like I could see, you know how people think in color sometimes, or they they yeah. thinking. I thought and I thought of her personality, not how she looked, like the vibe that she brings. And you're right, Rich. I just, I think that. I've,
1: learned, I've learned lessons. Like, I take Spot's wife, for example. Spot's wife
3: Uh-oh.
1: is not easy to read. Take but once wife. you get Please, to know her. Take her. Yeah, but that's tough
2: for me. Like, my buddy's but, wife, who we're talking about, is a girl I went to college with, right? She's a girl that I could hang out with. Was she always that way, though? Yeah. To you? And immediately, crack jokes. She gets me. There's no awkwardness. And I could have a fun night and a drink with her. I'd probably be talking to her more than my buddy. Because she's funny. Those women in my life, I'm not making a general statement about women. Everybody relax. I'm not being sexist or anything. Women like that are so few and far between, I lack those relationships because I don't know a lot of people like her or like Nicole. Like Nicole, I don't have to see her all the time to know that if I got in a room with her and it's evident on radio, we'd be having fun breaking balls hanging out. Most women don't lead that way. And therefore I lack those friendships. That doesn't mean I lack relationships. I lack friendships because I don't have that camaraderie in that way.
3: Like our friend Shannon, did you bring her up? Yeah. She's got two giant melons, a fat ass. Yeah, but I think beautiful. giant I
2: think giant melons.
3: But me to me, <laughs> I, I know, and I know you got but to me, maybe just based on the relationship that she has with my wife You've and, and to hanging know out her. With her a, a, yeah. To me, Dude, you got to know Spot, you
1: got to know her. That's a bad example. You've gotten to know yeah, her. You've gotten like, to know her. In a her. serious way.
3: It took you years probably. Right? So. I don't know. There's, there's something about women around me who are attached to the men around me that immediately it just like desexualizes them. Like your wife, your girlfriend, like Jordan, even though I make jubbo jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and I appreciate her beauty, but to me, it's just a, a personality relationship. Well, the question was... So I, I go right to that, and that's that's the relationships I build on with people. Shove it up your ass and smoke on it later. Maybe this was a conversation
2: for yesterday, 420, but I, I said to myself, do you prefer a girl with a distinct personality or one you have to figure out? And I always lean one you have to figure out, and that's a risk in itself. Um, and when I say distinct personality, I mean when you think of them and you don't think of their face or their ass. You think of them by their personality.
1: I, I'm telling you, I've learned, I've learned that these girls are super fun to be friends with or hang with, but I feel like big personality, big personality big comes with like ass. big fights and big annoying arguments and, you know, power struggles of like attention. And I I've dated girls like this. I've dated girls like this that I've dated, and I've been friends with girls like this. It's, I mean, that's just my my feelings, though. I don't like my the whole makes love sense. Hard, the whole the whole love hard, fight hard thing. That gets really it, it wears on you. Like the whole like yeah, we have like the type of girl you have great makeup sex with, but you also fight with her five times a week. I'm that to me, that's for the birds. Take, take my one. People
3: like that though. Please take it. Like you were starting to say before, she is not f- what you would consider fiery at all. She's very have, reserved she, in regular company. Uh, I mean, we bump heads all the time. All the time. We At home, we bump heads. But she's not the type of person... She doesn't have a fiery, passionate, crazy level to her. She's more calculating and reserved about how she, uh, you know, lives her life.
1: You, you got... Which
3: is... F- more frightening. I'm
1: not I'm not saying you're I'm not saying you're missing the point, but you're sort of missing the point. Because your wife, once you get to know her, the girls in our crew, our our wives and girlfriends and everyone will say that Spot's wife's the funniest. Right. But that's because they got to know her and they see a different part of her. Cavino's saying, Yeah. Cavino started this by saying, if you're a single guy divorced or new into the mist or a young guy dating, right, do you want that girl that runs the room? Or do you like the guy, the girl that's like who's that Oh, let me get to know her right right
3: Spots like, for would instance, be that if you girl. take
1: the spot if I saw yeah. your woman at a party right
3: yeah
2: she'd be sitting there and she'd look sweet and kind but I wouldn't know what she was about at all and then there's other girls about. like Nicole I'm like okay I know exactly. What she's about?
1: Yeah. Nicole, would standing, face- Nicole would be standing. Nicole be standing in the middle of the room, right. loud talking, drinking, and being the first person oh, to like open you the said dance it, girl. For her. <laughs> Yeah, and she's having fun, and you know
2: exactly what you're getting. It's, it's, so my my question was, which do you prefer? And I I prefer
1: to figure it. I like to figure it out. The, like what's her? Name? I prefer. I prefer. I prefer friends like that. But I agree when you're you. dating that person, listen. I've dated two people that are very in your face personality, right? And they were both great girls in my past, but clearly it's just, it's a lot. Like think about it. Jen and Kristen, some of the girls I've dated were, were like my ex, Kristen. She was very way, like, those are
2: two girls that I, I, who I really don't get along with a lot of people.
1: I got along with both of them really well. Yeah. Because they led it's that very kind of, broy way. Like, Bro. and, right. Of course. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's, it, it's a, it's cut from a certain cloth. There's something very, it pulls you in. Because it's like, oh look at that. They're they're like the life of the party. But you almost
3: want it's not s- easy though. It, it's it's a double edged sword because you almost want someone that compliments you. Like for me, when I go to things, I can turn it on, but the preference for me is to just kind of like chill there. So you almost want someone who compliments that and can pick up the slack at a at a group event or or something. So that's where you would want that fire and personality. But in like your personal private life having that it like you say is exhausting so you almost want someone who also can turn it on the opposite way of you you know like i'm chill at home i want someone chill at home but in public i want to chill and but i want someone who turns it on Yeah, rich is right look look you know, what attracted me to my last life remember i'm a firecracker man like yeah yeah she's cool like, yeah. yeah I'm like, don't
1: hold up. I was like, you know what happens when you hold on to a firecracker for too long?
2: Yeah, it fucking
1: blows up in your face.
2: Exactly. Explodes. There's a hand. Yeah. You know, I was victim of that too. I'm an M80, man. I'm a
1: firecracker,
3: <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, she is. Cool. I want to know about this firecracker. You know, I think Rich is right. Rich is feeling me. And Spot, you made a great point too. Complimentary. By the way, you should get with those peanuts. They're complimentary. Uh, a good spot. I, it's a good one, bro. Thanks. thanks. So Complimentary. just like something peanuts, I thought bro. about, just something I thought about because I think a lot of times you're misled because it's, it is, it's a compliment to say like that woman has a great personality. That woman might be a great type of friend and might bring out the best in some people. Right. You know what I was thinking about? How she really changed my buddy's life for the better. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, yeah. man, my buddy found himself and, a good and listen, one.
1: And uh man, like she deserves an MVP award. You could argue that dating someone like that, yeah, you're gonna ha- you, you, you're of course you're of course gonna butt heads and have issues here or there, but truthfully, it is really it is really fun and exciting to date someone that has a like a like a in-your-face personality. But do you have the fight in you? Actually, that's it. Do you have the fight in you? Because truthfully, no, I don't have any fight in me anymore. No. I just think that what happens is life takes over and you have kids and family and you have no time. I have no time. Like, I feel like I would go fucking bananas. I've if done Sarah that. and I fought, if Sarah and oh. I fought, if Sarah and I fought and it lasted for more than like an hour, I don't got time for that. And she doesn't, because we have two kids. We have a lot going on in our lives. I couldn't date someone that's, like, a day later, like, yeah, I'm still mad at you. I'd be like, what? We're fucking, you're grown-up. Stop it. Like, I can't I can't deal with that shit.
2: Yeah, it's exhausting. I can't. It really is. I,
1: it's, ex- it's exhausting. I'm like, like, there are times where, like, I know I said or did something dumb. And I'm like, Sarah, I'm sorry. I, I know. Listen, you don't have time to be mad at me right now. She's like, you're right. All right, we move on. I love how
3: you... Use tell that as an excuse. You no, tell she her. Like she, but, but
1: Sarah... Sarah thought, her. You
3: fucked up, but you tell her that she can't be you don't mad have at you. Time for this. Sarah, but well, you don't think it goes both ways? Funny, Sarah though.
1: will do things Sarah will do things that annoy me, but I'm like, what well, like I have no time or care to want to be mad at Like, it to me it takes effort. It takes effort to be like mad at someone. Like, I don't got time to be mad at I anyone. You know, you always say you want to like just Alex. You want to just fucking chill. Yeah, man. I'm good at that. I know what I'm I, good at. I I don't have I don't have the energy to really want to be mad at someone unless Sarah or a friend or someone did something that really upset me or really annoyed me. I don't have the energy to stay annoyed for more than annoyed an hour.
2: No, like, if Kavino,
1: if, if, like Kavino, there was like a week ago. You were, like, you were driving me insane. And like an hour later, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like I can't be, I can't like stay agitated Because What's the point of that?
2: Yeah. I don't have that. Energy. Life is short. No, no. Yeah. It gets, it gets like uh, beaten out of you after a while. Like, I'll have uh, life scenarios, and let's say, you know, Jordan will be like, well, why don't you tell her this? I'm like, because I don't I don't have it in me anymore. I used to, and it got me nowhere. <laughs> well, why don't you, you no. know, tell her to go fuck off? Because, uh, honestly, because I don't have it in me. How, uh, it's like when Mike Tyson retired out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't
3: have the killer anything anymore. Yeah, I'm done with that shit. I feel like. Passion also comes with, or like feistiness comes with age. Do you find that Yeah. Jordan being younger has a little bit more fight left in her? Of course, but I've been there, done that. So, And I realize that it gets you nowhere. So,
2: you know, I'm not going to do that shit. I don't have it in me. All right. So anyway, just the personality uh, question that I was thinking about yeah. in my hey spot, spot
1: dream state you' you're you're the most spiteful of all so are you spite well you are a pretty mature guy Love spite are you immature in keeping like an annoying little grudge for hours or days or no yeah absolutely see that would see like I've gotten you're be- fucking I've, annoying to I've me. I've
3: gotten better and it's been a, it's been a while and and that scares me because it it's usually cyclical but it's been a while like, since this has happened but yeah I'm the kind of guy that will like give my wife a silent treatment for like days. Just yo, because if my wife gave me the silent me. treatment for Silence days. Silence is violence, bro. Silence is violence. I can't. I. But I've got I've got much better. I've got. I, I, don't, I, can't do, imagine, I don't do it anymore. Like, you don't. You could say
1: that it's like avoiding a problem. But like if I do something that annoys Sarah or she does something that annoys me, I think we both have the same sentiment there where it's like. yo, like. If you're going to like fake be mad at me for the next day, like just stop it now. Like I feel that way and she feels that way. Like what is the. You know what what's solves this point? problem?
2: You know, what's the icebreaker all the time and nice smack in the ass. That's the good icebreaker. Nice little, level, like, like, yeah. Why are we mad at each other? Get over here. Let
3: me smack I would, that. again.
1: I would, yeah. No, I will always smack that as a little again. Uh, dry hump <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah, I, I, always, I know it's I know it's easier said than done, but I'll always say things like, honestly, do you really want to be mad right now? Because I don't want to be mad right now. Like,
3: you forgot the smack first. Yeah, the smack. Like, oh, do you really? Doing? Do you really? But how do you feel? Do you really well, want to? Like, all right, listen, if you, why you, why you if you were able to dictate
1: other people's anger. Because that's that's what attracted to me to Sarah in the first place cuz
3: she's not a Sarah, you're not mad anymore. She's okay. not a grudge
1: keeper and she's not yeah,
2: a Are rich a fucking like voodoo guy or a hypnotist? Yeah. Rich is a hypnotist.
1: You I will forgive me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you but I've dated I've dated you're people where like I've dated people that, that I've dated people that harp on things. You're not And I've dated angry. people that will will keep the same you're argument going. <laughs> and I'd say to, I'd say to them and I'd be like really like you're still on this i, I what do you want to do you're still on this all right you're still you're still bringing that up like what? I, i don't got time for that as the black
2: lady said i got bronchitis so think about it because you might not have asked yourself this question ever we could wrap it up rich and i'll get into some rando news and friends in need prefer a girl with a distinct personality she's a ball breaker she's fine Everybody or one you gotta figure out doesn't mean she doesn't have a personality doesn't make that very clear doesn't mean she doesn't have a personality she's just not leading with it you have yeah. to figure that out there's something intriguing there which do you prefer
1: and well, why might say something about you i don't know Can answer and not not answer your own question because you did i'm just thinking like early on you know how like you and i will will the one of the thing one of the things we will debate is hold on rich i'm not angry anymore thanks Spot. Yeah. What were we saying? Spot's hypnotizing me. I forgot. I forgot what I was mad about. Yeah. Totally feeling great now. Thank you. Thanks, Spot. But you and I have debated this in the past before and I get people change and I understand that like being like, well, don't marry someone if they're going to be like this. I know that's easier said than done. Or like, didn't you guys discuss this before you got married? but I'm a firm believer in a lot of people don't investigate aspects of their marriage, their relationship before they do get married. And it's not only the whole, Hey, where would you live? Would you move here? Would you do this? Cause we've had that argument before. I'm saying just in general, I think a lot of people don't investigate these type of things and say to themselves, is this something I could sustainably do for a long time and not really lose my mind? Like I remember my dad telling me once, my dad pulling me aside and saying, listen, it was in regards to one of my exes. He goes, if you marry her, you'll have a nice life. She's pretty. She's a nice girl. She's awesome. You know, you're going to have a headache all the time though. Right. And I was like, you're right. And I remember him saying that. And he was, he was dead on. He was dead on. He's like, it's like, it's, it just, do you want headaches in your life? And I, I just don't want headaches in my life. So I've tried to minimize headaches and I know easier said than done but if you date a girl and within a month of dating her, she's the type that like gets out of the car and is like, and you're like, get back in. And she's like walking beside the car. You don't think that's an indication that like, yo, this is how she is. And I'm going to be dating this type of woman forever. So
2: I tell my brother all the time, man, he's like the missing for the weak hearted. yo. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I've obviously been there. I'm it's harder to figure it out if, when you're in dude- it. I'm telling you the girls you're with are going to ruin your life. Again, it's like what we discussed yesterday, all easier said than done, right? Because 'Cause we're human and we have feelings and attachments. No, I'm a there's, dancer. There's pros and cons. You're not human. when the killer when the killer sang that song they're yeah.
1: like, Are they human or are they dancers? Rich, so I'm like,
2: I'm a dancer. Rich lean dancer. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you get attached to the wrong people. So it's easy for your dad, my dad, anybody be like, Hey, get rid of her. She's no good. But when you're attached, for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's
1: hard when you're in it.
0: Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's
1: Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two
2: tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you can listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join, and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich. Rich. Best,
3: Best of the, of the week.
2: week. You want the smoke and mirrors key to life? The smoke and mirrors key to life is to stay visible. Because if you're always out there and about there, making an appearance, showing up, saying, how do you do? posted a new picture, whatever it is that people could see you currently, it's not as drastic as, like, being the guy, the recluse who doesn't come out, who doesn't post anything new, who never says hello, never leaves his house. And then at one time he shows up, everyone's like, oh, my God, he got so fucking old. It's you never saw the gradual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hadn't seen Mike Hampton in, since he pitched for the Mets. Like, Rich, here here's uh, an old Rick Aguilera. There's like, hope for you yet. See? Aguilar looks good, but I haven't seen him in 15 years. My
1: God, he got so fucking
2: old,
3: (laughs) but he looks
1: great. But your point is...
3: It's you in five years.
1: I mean, Covino's point is when you don't see someone for a chunk of time, of course, their age is going to throw you off. But if you see them gradually age, someone that hasn't seen any of us in 10-plus years is probably going to say, man, they got a little older. Right, right. Happens. That would
2: be on them, though, because they weren't looking us up, right? We were around... (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, we were exactly. doing our part. We were doing our best to make it not as drastic. But when you don't see somebody for a long-ass time, you're like, oh, shit. And, um, you know, I noticed the difference from yesterday to today with Rich's beard. But, there's, hey, uh, tier two is another kid, option. Uh,
1: there's a kid I went to high school with who was like an overweight, nerdy type of kid, clean-shaven, like doof doofy type of kid, like big, overweight, doofy type of kid. Mm-hmm. I saw him on social media. I didn't even know he was on social media. He must have popped up like mutual friend. You might know this person, one of those things. And he's looks like a totally different human being. Like It blew my mind. He had a, he had a beard and short hair. And I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, like, it
2: happens, man. You're definitely at that age. We've been at that age where I've seen somebody on social media. And I'm like, that's not the same guy. Like, I have to backtrack his photos to see where the metamorphosis is. Is it metamorphosis or metamorphosis? is How many is metamorphosi. To see where the metamorphosi occurred. Metamor- like, metam- that's not the kid I knew in high school. When did he
1: turn into Beast Man? Metamorphosis. How did that happen? Yeah, I want to know. No. That shit happens. I, I think about that a lot with guys that go bald and shave their head, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good look for a lot of guys. But it I'm changed, saying it the person that hasn't life. seen them. The person that hasn't seen them since they had hair must be like, whoa, you're, low. you're like a totally different person. Like, I saw a picture of our old colleague Pete Dominic with hair. And I'm like, there's a whole world of people that know Pete Dominic as a guy with hair. I know him as a bald guy with a beard that's on like uh, political talk shows.
2: Yeah, that's wild. I don't like him with hair. He probably misses his hair. I like him bald. Now, Rich, the final note to end on again, we're talking about keeping it gradual. Making appearances. No, no. The note I want to end on is on this documentary I saw about Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? He was the stunning Steve Austin or whatever he was, right? Mm -hmm. I loved it. I referenced it in passing throughout the week. I said that The Rock thanks him for his career and Stone Cold sort of changed the game in wrestling. He had those glorious blonde locks in the early days of his career and glutes locks and glutes glorious his glutes. And what happened was, you know, he was trying to find a new gimmick and what was that weak ass gimmick he came out with? He had a, like a weak ass gimmick that Vince McMahon gave him. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah. By, by
1: the way, locks, and, locks and glutes were a, a tag team that Vince McMahon totally failed by not having. <laughs> could been? It could have been, uh, it could have been Rick, the model Martel, and who had great locks.
2: Who had great locks?
1: I uh, know. It could have been Ravishing Rick Rude and Rick Michaels.
2: Martell. Could have been. Could have been. Never happened. But Vince McMahon had some really weak-ass gimmicks. And they were trying to figure out, well, what are we going to do with Stone Cold? As the story goes, oh. his wife came up with that in passing. Like, she happened to say something was Stone Cold as she passed it to him. Or I forget what it was. And he's like, "That's that's it. I'm rolling with that. They were trying to think of, like, Mr. Freeze. Like, he was the... He was like the cold guy, but they couldn't figure out the name. Wasn't he the ringmaster? The ringmaster—that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a weak-ass gimmick. He's like, "What's the ringmaster? What he is ha- that?" And he had how like do the, I portray yeah. that? He didn't know how to portray that. What it was. What is the character? Who is this? So he who came is the up, ringmaster, right? He didn't even know what that meant. Like, what do I have to do as the ringmaster? And it was a failed gimmick. And Vince McMahon even agreed that we got to. We, we got to change this. We were wrong. We got to figure it out. His wife came up with the Stone Cold Steve Austin nickname, rolled with it. Just sort of happened organically, had the aha moment. But it wasn't and until... Is, and
3: this is what he looked like.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Spot, because it wasn't until, according to the documentary, and this is the case in a lot of stories, but it wasn't until he shaved his head and figured out the goatee that he got in full character and he became... Stone Cold Steve Austin. So it made me think, like, is there going to yeah. be a moment in my life where I grow a Fu Manchu or something happens drastically where, you know, like, I let that gray halo around my head sort of come out, and now I'm the silver, plat- the uh, halo plateado. Like, I'm the guy. Like, it could change your image and who you are. The other famous story that I've referenced on the show is Don King was Don King, but he was more like George Washington Duke until his wife as the story went i don't know how true it is teased his hair up picked it up combed it up and she said a king needs his crown and he came out like a wishnick he's like i'm darn king only in america like i feel like <laughs> there's still there's still something to be to to that we don't know about ourselves and maybe we have to figure it out like rich maybe it's a maybe it's a mustache for you we don't know Maybe it's
1: uh, that completes the whole persona. Maybe it's a red mohawk. Remember the red rooster? Like, yeah. Some gimmicks didn't work in wrestling. Some gimmicks
2: end up defining you. Like Spot's beard. Spot really wasn't Spot until he got that
1: beard. He
2: was just like some yeah.
1: dude. Got the beard. Spot, and like, there it is. You ever think of that? You ever think, think of that? that your piece? decision to grow a beard has sort of changed your whole. Uh, of course. Your whole vibe? It's maybe, who I am. Maybe it's a bandana for me. Like now I got muscles. I'm, maybe I wear a bandana around
3: my head. So now it's like Flex Spot. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I'm ever changing. I'm ever evolving. You can't just stay yeah, but, the same but, forever. But, but here's the question: if I've hearing. known you, like Mr. T, I've known you
1: 20 years, Spot. Yes. You're a 40-year-old guy. How long have you had a beard?
3: Probably the longest, like six years. No way. Six or seven years. Yeah. More six than years. that, I feel like. No. I, I grew it in between seasons on our TV show. So oh. I think I've had it, or so I started. 2013, 2014. So like 2014, I, I really like developed the beard.
2: So, so like six or seven. That's years. when he became. That was his stone
1: cold moment where he became. Yeah, you're talking about. Spot. You're talking about like one sixth of his life. One seventh of his life is bearded spot. The other, the other years, the other decades, he was just trying to find who he was. Right. Like stubble. I couldn't grow a bearded stubble.
2: Really doesn't five. define you, Rich. Although it looks great, and I was paying you a compliment. It doesn't define. No, Rich. of course not. It defined Rick Aguilera because his was like, "Oh my god, ridiculous!" You know, we're still talking about it and I haven't seen him since nineteen ninety something.
1: Like Dennis Rodman, tattoos defined him because back then not everyone had tattoos. He became the worm. He became Dennis Rodman.
2: What I'm trying to say is, there's some untapped potential that all of us have. We haven't figured it out. Maybe it's a fez. What maybe it's it? maybe it's a Viking helmet. Maybe I don't know what it is, but I'll figure it out one day. One day I'm going to come in and I'm like, it's Covino time. And it's going to be a whole new, like, Covino time. it's like the real me. It's like, oh, now I didn't get it when he was just him. Clean shaven guy who could have been anyone. But I'm going to come in with some shit one day that that fills it all up. The missing puzzle piece. And I'm going to figure it well, out like Stone Cold did.
1: He wasn't jack shit until he figured it out. For someone that's such a genius...
2: Lenny Lenny Popo. Popo.
1: That was a weird, that was a weird gimmick Good gimmick fucking cap and gown and uh, reading poems huh. for someone that was such a genius. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon in that wrestling world really did come up with some fucking weird gimmicks where part of me feels like some of them were his way of saying, fuck you to the guy like, all right, I'll pay you, but I'm going to embarrass you and make you the red rooster or Mike Rotundo, who was like, was it wasn't like Mike Rotundo, like a legitimate wrestler. And they're like, yeah, you're IRS. Erwin R. Shyster, you're gonna you're gonna be an accountant who wrestles in a button-down shirt. Like I don't know. I think some of them were like uh
2: the story goes that aggressive Stone, aggressive Cold, Stone Cold had the like infamously worst ideas pitched to him ever. Like he turned down more characters than most people. Like every pitch to him was terrible to the point where other wrestlers like know the stories behind them. Like, yeah, he was gonna be Mr. Freeze. He was going to be like a cold daddy Johnson, like, I don't know, a bunch of stupid shit um, until they figured it out. So, hey, right now we're just two regular guys. That's really not going to make an impact. And then it makes you think of the people that you know. Do you think, like everyone's trying to figure out what's the best look and, you know, they're trying to get the look to match the personality, but you ever think they approach it in that same way? Like Ian Kennedy, the guy that listens to our show, you think it's a conscious thing? He's like, I'm flannel guy.
1: My gimmick. I'm flannel biker guy. Flannel, that's who I am. I'm flannel work, put dude, that's who I am. It's my gimmick. Now I'm complete. Some people, some people try to find their look. Some people never truly find their look. And some people are so defined by their look. I like, gotta tell you, I'm waiting. I'm like,
2: waiting for the stone cold moment, Rich. I'm waiting for it.
1: Picture most people. And it's like, yeah, regular guy, brown hair, whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a sort of a regular guy. You could define those people that almost have a gimmick in real life. Are memorable. <laughs> they might be fucking weirdos, but they're memorable.
2: They oh, the dude that he carries a racquetball all the time. A racquetball guy. It's memorable. You and I, dude, we look like, you know, poor man Zack and Slater. Nothing special. I got to figure it are. out. You got to figure it out. A lot of us have to figure it out. And that's why I'm sort of embracing like, hey, what if I do lose my hair? I
1: could be the next like Stone Cold Steve Covino. Who knows? I don't know this yet, but I'll figure it now out. The, someone someone hit us up and I, and I knew this because... It was his "fuck you" to Dusty Rhodes, but Vince McMahon made Dusty Rhodes wear the polka dots as sort of like a yeah "fuck you." You think you think you're like the hot shit wrestler from down south? That shit was all right. Now that you're in the WWE, you're gonna wear fucking polka dots, and he made it work. As a kid, I didn't know that was
2: a story, and I thought it was the lamest shit ever. Like I, I just remember thinking, like, who could root for this guy? Why is he? like heralded in this way. I think he sucks. But anyway, dude, Stone he's Cold the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I know, I never got that. The Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary was was really great. But again, the story was he was just some dude who was never going to be the star. He was never he was just a mid-level guy with a good physique and really no look to match a personality. You know, he had a look, he had a personality. But they weren't connecting, right? And that's a lot of people. He shaved his head. He grew the goatee, figured it out. That's it.
1: Bald head. He became Stone Cold, which was a part of him. Wow. The rest is history. Wow. So there's hope for all hey, of spot. us. Hey, Spot. Here. Pull up a picture for the people that have the video feature. A picture of Dusty Rhodes in his polka dots. Horrible. This was a straight up fuck you from Vince McMahon. Because if you're an old school wrestling fan, Dusty Rhodes was a big deal down in the South, like Ric Flair. All those guys were in the NWA back then. So some of these guys would come to the WWE and Vince McMahon would try to like humble them in a way, Kavino, right? Like sort of like put them in their place. Like, all right, now you're with me, Vince in the North. And he's like, all right, Dusty Rhodes, we're going to call you the common man and put you in polka dots. I know. I never got that. Why? As a kid, I was like, he sucks. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Why? I don't get it. (laughs) Why? Kavino, think of all the guys. I mean, I know you're not an old school wrestling cat as much as I am, but you are. All the guys that came from that NWA Ric Flair world. Yeah. Did it dawn on you that they were given the worst gimmicks by Vince as like a fuck you? Like you're not my original guys? No, I didn't I never I I never did that math. Think about it. the brainbusters. They made Dusty Rhodes wear polka dots. Ric Flair was the only one that got like respect. All the other guys, like Terry Taylor. All right, Terry Taylor, welcome to the WWF. You're gonna be a fucking rooster.
2: How about that tag team, Locks and Glutes? Remember them? They never got any respect. Oh, either. Locks and Glutes. Locks and Glutes.
1: All right. Do you well, remember the tag team? Remember the tag team, Power and Glory? Um, no, I don't think so. I'd have to see. It them. was Paul Roma. And some other, Jim Powers. It was like uh, their attempt to take two bums and make them like <laughs> a legit tag team, and it didn't work. So,
2: hey, if you like this stuff, way back on a Wednesday, like our buddy Marty and Chris Rucker and Mike Durban, the Stone Cold documentary is really great. I forget what, I think I saw it on like A&E or some shit. I don't know. But it's new. As far as I know,
1: it's new. Um. So, anyway, I was talking to my buddy, uh, I was talking to my buddy Jacob the other day. And we were trying to decide. Oh, by the way, Cavino, this is a great point. I'm reading all the feedback, too. By the way. 412, the letters, C in R show. Was Kavino's boy band look a failed gimmick? Would you say that? Like when you were in a boy band for a minute? No, the gimmick was a failed gimmick. The look was always... Well, again, my well you didn't he wear like, didn't you guys all wear like black matching trendy leather jackets from the early 2000s? That's just some shit I wore. That's, that was what was in style. But you were like, all wearing that it. That wasn't part of my
2: gimmick. It was never, that was just part of my look. That was the Ricky Martin era. So I was wearing like high mock
1: necks and fucking frosted tips and I was living La Vida Loca, bro. You know, the number one place for people to do this is college, right? Or when you, leave college and you move to a new city, maybe you could start your own identity, a new identity. But the reality is, Kavino, I know what you're going to say is people could smell from a mile away when you're faking something you're not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, they know. Like, like if you're like, if you're nerdy white guy and you're like, yeah, I'm going to move to Chicago. And also I'm going to start dressing like I'm more hip hop. Like no one's going to buy it. By the way, speaking of, have you seen, The guy in the unicycle slam dunking? Yes. You finally found
2: that, huh? Uh, We talked about that yesterday. Maybe we'll play it just to, you know, to finish the conversation. No. Gardner Minshew. Have you seen him, like, legitimately recently? Talking about, like, fulfilling the look? I don't know if you've seen him recently, but he posted photos where he's straight up feeling it in a whole new way, on a whole new level. The rhythm is the bass and the bass is the treble, where he's rocking the like Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. Yeah. He's got the
1: whole deal going on. and He's like, this is me now. Well, you know what it comes down to? And you could say this is bullshit or not. If you don't think deep down inside, Gardner Minshew realizes I'm a good quarterback. Please but I'm not a quarterback that's going to win a Super Bowl. So my best way to stay in the National Football League is to be a backup, but the most likable, crazy, zany, backup there is because I'm good I'm not starting quarterback in the NFL good but I'm good enough where yo wouldn't it be cool for a team to have me as their backup and you don't think he knows that and leans into that shit you don't think Gardner Minshew realizes that I could be the coolest backup a team could have and I'll make millions but I have to stay sort of funny it's funny though because it 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 then and then yes that's a a great angle I'm sure these things
2: are are thought out. You don't out think that's thought. You don't think levels? that's thought out. For like Minshew sure. is the made, only
1: backup quarterback sure. in the NFL that could probably get sponsorships. Yeah, and
3: are we talking about this guy?
1: Yeah, but he did some modeling <laughs> oh. photos. No, he did like he put out like oh, a,
2: yeah. a press release of look at me now. This is my new hairdo and my new look and everything. And then it becomes a matter of well, what's the what's the image that lasts in your memory? Like which era of that guy? Like what do you want to be remembered as like rich when you're all said and done right way back on a Wednesday, do you want to be like graphic tea guy with the square Herman Munster haircut from the early two thousands?
1: Yes. Like what do you think's the lasting yeah. image? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you someone that has had multiple looks and you tell me which one you identify with and which one you think they're known as I'll throw in the obvious one first, and first, mostly very funny comedian. Reality show judge, friend of the show, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel is known as the bald germaphobe, but he has a whole life before that as an Afro comedian. Yeah, I know him as that guy. That's wild because
2: then it becomes a matter of, do you remember the person by how you met them, right? Or how they ended up looking. And when I think of Howie Mandel... I think of young Howie Mandel with the afro, and I, oh, I got to say I mean, most I people don't. Liked, I think Howie Mandel
1: like I think Howie Mandel would Rich, like
2: this would be a good look for you.
1: Yeah, like I remember young no.
2: Howie. That, Mandel. I don't even.
1: That's no to me. He was Howie trying, Mandel he was wears to be the like bolo a, guy. no. Howie Mandel wears like a trendy leather jacket, and he judges reality shows, and he's bald. That's the Howie Mandel I know. Like that's the Howie that
2: most people know. Yes, it's, it's different for everybody, right? Because there's a lot of younger people too that only knew the bald guy. But Howie, I bet you he became a different
1: cooler Howie Man. Again, he became relevant, so it had to work. The ball thing yeah, works Howie, for him. Howie Mandel wears cool glasses, sometimes he'll wear like jewelry and rings and probably some overpriced like varvados jacket or something. Yeah, That's Howie it. Mandel now.
2: He's got a good jacket game
3: for real. Yeah, he does.
2: But anyway,
1: let's not lose the point. There's two points we made
2: here. First one is, sometimes you have that moment and it works for you and you roll with it for the rest of your life and it's sort of your gimmick, but you really don't realize it. But you become who you're meant to be because the look matches the personality stone cold style. Then it's a matter of, well, how are you remembered? How
1: are you remembered
2: well, when you go through all these different phases?
1: I, I, I think about that with, uh, like if you're roughly 40 ish and you get in good shape, a woman might say you're the best looking now because women send to like a mature guy. That's like not a kid. Like I would like to say, Oh I was probably my coolest and looked the best at maybe like 32. but Sarah might say, yeah, but you look like a boy then. Like women like a man so maybe to your own self Cavino like 28 year old Cavino or 30 year old Kavino is probably your in your mind like yeah, that's when I was my coolest but a, a woman might say, oh bro no like 40 year old guy that's handsome they they women like older guys I haven't had I haven't really had my stone cold
2: moment yet. I speculate that it could have been in the early 2000s, but I don't think it was. Spot, are you now mad that you might be remembered because your chubby face was such a long face? You're really gonna have to ride this look out, yeah. If I'm you want to really to keep, I'm have this, keep guy. this up for like at least like 10 years,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot anyway, of work. That's a lot of work. Anyway,
2: I hope you all get your stone cold moment one day. Oh, because look what I have happened to this guy. This guy found his look. He had a fucking leather vest, and then he went from mid-level guy that no one cared about to the biggest star in wrestling. Just like that. He came up with a catchphrase. 316. Ah!
1: Stone Cold's the coolest. Glass breaking. (laughs) Leather vest. Ah! Goatee. Ball head. People Uh, went from... You're forgetting cracking beers and fucking chugging them. Because Stone Cold said so. People went from, yeah, I don't really care about
2: this guy, to overnight holding up signs. Yeah! losing her shit over the same guy who just changed his gimmick up a little bit put that into your brain a little bit let it simmer and sink because i think about it i'm like hey man
1: i could bring a lot to the table i just don't think i'm putting it all together the right way yeah i i, I think that i'll never bring it all to the table to be honest <laughs> i'm not a guy that, i'm not a guy that takes chances like there's a version of me in some other alternate universe it's like Spot always says it. Spot, it's like a passive aggressive good Dickie, insult that I like. You must Spot
2: start would, anew. Don't Spot you would always know a, what you can do.
1: Spot would
3: always say to me, he's like, if I had your canvas, I'd be way cooler. Oh my and I was God. like, that's a great insult. I like it. The things I could wear. Well, now I can. Now I have a better canvas. I can wear better things now. Spot's going to be the guy. He's going to be like Chop from King of Cars. I'm not going to look like a, Chop. He's going to wear a pinky ring, a fedora,
2: no. he's going to have a cane. Big Daddy Spot, they're gonna call him. He's gonna be the most famous guy it's of the like show. You
3: you both have I mean, you both have the means and the body styles to wear like really nice clothes, and you decide to wear a fucking hoodie with a hole in it. Anyway, figure it out, guys. It's true. Stone it's true. did. Uh,
1: by the way, um and I wear ta- tank gonna, tops. I'm gonna read all the feedback. Mals uh, Malza said, when I was twenty-two, I worked with an older hot girl. I thought I was hot shit. I thought I was a cool 22-year-old. She said, You're just gonna be way more handsome and cooler. When you're about 40 with a little weather in you and some specks of gray. I wonder if women just say that or they really mean it. Can know? I don't think they just say it because you're like your, your girlfriend's in her twenties and she prefers a 40 year old, like mature guy. I don't think women want a 23 year old like boy. Does Mazda text
3: you directly? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious why he always gets top billing.
1: I guess it pops up on my phone first and I'm okay. I'm going to so the text right That's now. the key. He's got the biggest text font. rich directly. Featuring Mauser.
2: Then it's like, Ian Kennedy, Mike Durban. Steve Steve Harvey. True what does Steve reaction. Harvey
1: know for? His mustache or his oversized suits? Looking like
2: Mr. Potato Head, bro. Yeah. Um, smooth smooth uh, smooth head. Steve Harvey used to have that straight up flat top black guy Howie Long look when he was the king of comedy. Remember that? But mustache by far. Now he's bald guy, family feud guy with the, with the mustache. So it's always mustache. But his suits, the guy
1: could dress. I mean, it's not my kind of style, but he definitely Elise. takes a lot of pride in his look. Elise sets us up and she says, what's up, guys? When I met my husband, he was kind of dorky, balding, but holding on to those last few hairs. One day I asked him, why don't you just bick your head? He bicked his head, grew stubble, and now he's shaved head guy with stubble beard, and he went from looking like a little cute dork to hot as fuck. Yeah, so,
2: but, but that does something to the, the something that was already there, right? The confidence. I'm using Stone Cold over and over again to really bring it home. He always had that in him. But when he found that last missing piece,
1: it all came out. It's a magical moment. I'm waiting for Camino. that. Camino. I'm waiting you for you ever it. think about going back to your spiky bracelet phase? That might be the key. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't figured it out. Think about it. Think about it. one of the guys we work with at Sirius XM. We've known him for years, Jose Mengen. Is, is there an alternate universe where Jose Mengen's just an average looking like Mexican dude? Yes. Yeah. No tattoos, no muscles, no piercings, when nothing.
2: I, when I met him, he hadn't figured it out.
1: He had a mustache.
2: He had him. When I met Jose Mangan, <laughs> he hadn't figured it out yet. He had a mustache. He was like, brother.
1: And I was like, hey, what's up, man? You like my mustachio. (laughs) Actually, no, he didn't even talk like that. He didn't even talk like that. He's like, hey, man, I like rock music. Camino's like, yo, why don't you put a little roar in your voice? He's like, you think? (laughs) Yeah. Dude,
2: he hadn't figured it out. I remember, like, what he was
1: wearing. He had a mustache. I could tell he liked rock, but he just looked like some Mexican dude from Arizona. Actually, Jose's wife posted something really nice on Instagram. I think it was his birthday. Yeah. And And, uh, uh, Jose's 44. yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Where is it? Uh, yeah. She posted something about Jose on his birthday and she wrote something like that. When I met you, hold on, where the hell is it? I think it's right here. Yeah. Where do I be? It's a beautiful long message. Jose's wife wrote, but it was like, when I met you, you were 22. Now you're 44. You had a skinny mustache, huge eyebrows, and you wore jean shorts. <laughs> and flip flops. So, he's like, brother, rock guy. Like you don't look like a rock guy. Look at him now. Apparently, yeah, Jose's wife said, if you read the text, Jose's wife said, you wore vests that were sleeveless. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to figure it out. You know, I don't try to figure it out. Jose now. He's
2: a tried. Man. I think that we have to make more of a conscious effort to figure it out is the point because Jose eventually Figured it out, became
1: the rock metal ambassador, brother. He became that guy. Yeah, but, you know, some more, uh, you know, most people are a little more limited, like, yo, I work on the oil patch or I work at the law office or I work at the accounting firm. I'm a teacher. I'm a doctor. Like, they can't be like, I'm rock doctor. Like, (laughs) but you also don't want to be the wallflower, right?
2: Even no matter what you do, you want to be Jacob Dylan. You don't want, you want to be (laughs) remembered in a way or you want your, your, image to match who you are look i'm not saying gimmick might not be the right word here but you know it's it's a work in progress is what it is and i think a lot of us are still there or it's a good way to have like a hope that something bigger is out there
1: Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two
2: tiers one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Covino and Rich. Tell your friends. Covino and
0: Rich, best of the week.
2: Let's talk to
3: my mom. Hey, hey,
0: hey, why you tell people to call and then you got a recording on you, dumbass? I had le- I left a message before. I don't even and, know what the- I don't uh, even know where
3: that message goes. Who so okay. knows? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but, well, you better get your ass together like that Ikea guy. What the frick? (laughs) And anyway, I left you a message, and I told you I wanted to congratulate you on wearing a shirt so I don't have to look at your hairy armpits anymore. Oh, thanks. Big
2: story. Big story of the day. It's huge,
3: yeah.
0: And um, how dare you say, Stephen, big head, that my call is not as important as Rich. I should be your number one priority, first of all. Uh so, you made me forget what I was going to call now about because I was bitching. Ikea guy, and anyway. you never
2: found anything we watched funny. And yeah. I lived for those no! moments. As a kid, if I could find some shit that the whole family could enjoy and my mom would laugh at, not be offended by, and say was stupid, I would be like, home run. Yeah. That's why, you know what? That's why I think I like Pee Wee Herman so much.
3: Because uh, that would be the only you shit I present
2: that my mom would actually kind of laugh at. No,
0: you have the worst sense of humor, humor ever. Nah. You don't know what funny is, you're just so weird. I did find that that uh that one you showed about that uh, dad guy funny though. That was funny. Okay. The guy oh, that the made dad, the stupid faces. <laughs> that guy. For <laughs> okay. yeah. right. my was mom, funny.
2: please, because nothing got me like more excited growing up than when I could actually find something that everybody would enjoy. Because you know, either my but dad.
0: You know what's funny? I like slapstick. And, you and, like, and intellectual humor. You like not fucking silent
2: film funny. My mom likes WC Field's fucking falling off a chair. I My like, mom likes the I little like, rasters. Well, so hey, but I, I like also <laughs>
0: like I also like what was that guy that said the dirty stuff? When he didn't say the dirty stuff, he was really funny. George, what's his name? George Carlin? George Carlin. Yeah, he was funny as hell. Richard Pryor was funny as hell.
1: Oh wait, Ten. Uh, ten, hold he, on. Uh, I want your mom uh, tell everyone a comedian or comedic actor that you like from the last 20 20 years, David Brenner, the last 20 years. Oh my God.
0: Nobody probably. Yeah. You just named George Carlin and Richard Pryor who were popular 40 years ago. Oh my God. I hate that girl. That, that Amy Schumer, is that her name? I want to
3: yeah. choke her. She's so vulgar. She's so gross. Yeah. yeah. You'd hate Nikki Blazer.
0: And I don't think that other, I don't think they're funny. I just, I thought Woody well, what Allen about, was funny all right, until he became some
3: a pedophile. Woody Allen. Have you showed her
0: name Kyle
1: Dunnigan? Name, name some comedic people for, for your mom. Steve Carell, Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey, any of these oh people. My God.
0: I hate Steve Carell. I think he's stupid. I don't think that <laughs> anything that he says is like Adam Sandler. I think it's cold, stupid as hell. i set my hair on fire. No, uh, I don't Myers. think that they're funny. She Mike Myers.
3: Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike Myers.
0: Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Oh, my God. I want to choke both of them at idiots. Will Sarah oh and Garth? No, my mom don't like Will Farrell. She'll tolerate Elf. I don't, I don't like even him think either. she's seen Elf. I liked Elf though.
2: She liked Elf. That's it.
3: Kevin Hart.
0: Yeah, I think that was cute. I don't think Kevin Hart. No, I don't like him. I hate Listen. the way he's screaming and yelling. I don't like him. Who? No, um, no, no. That's it. Oh, Mo, Mo, it Mo, Larry, and, and Curly.
2: Mo, Larry, Curly. My mom uh, loves there him.
0: There you go. You think she's kidding? Yo, my mom. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the
2: truth. Spot, you could probably find the scene. I could tell you what, what makes my mom laugh. Ready? The little rascals. The little rascals on their dragsters, their little roadsters that they make, and they go racing. And all the adults, they start. They start riding down the hill, and and they start crashing into all the adults, and the adults start flying in the air. They go, Whoa.
0: My mom. Yeah, ah! I think that's hysterical. It's not. I do. I have a it's great not. sense of humor. I laugh it out. You know, I got a it, good it sense of humor. It was funny in nineteen forty like something. Eye rolling. It's it, it's yeah, funny, but it's you, not that funny. People, people, the benchmark for humor is
1: really low nowadays. What about Seth Rogen? <laughs> Get this fuck out of here! No way. You think my ah, mom would like Seth Rogen? No. The guy did a movie and about no, penis.
0: And I hate all the idiots from the Nate Nate late night shows. They suck too. They all do. All the Jimmys and all. They all suck.
2: The all, the last person yes. I remember my mom saying from late night is I swear to God
0: I love David Brenner. David, Bray- Rich, oh, David Brenner.
2: David Brenner, Richie, don't even know who he is. Oh,
0: David Brenner, he's dead. I'm not that bad. My God, no, I give things a chance. Did David Brenner die? That lame. He died. Anyway. Yeah, but he's been dead. Throw
2: back Thursday. He Shout out, been out to him. He was a legend.
0: Anyway, yeah. My mom. Oh my god.
2: My my dad and I would be laughing oh. at dumb shit, like dumb Adam Sandler, Dumb and Dumber type humor. Well, my I mom mean. would be like, dumb. "This is stupid." Dumb. Things
0: don't have to be dumb to be funny. Anybody dumb can is be dumb. funny.
1: Dumb is funny. Rodney, uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. No, dumb is not funny. My mom likes oh, Dangerfield.
0: Rodney oh, I Dangerfield. love Rodney Dangerfield. He, was you he was just like so everyone. Yeah, you just like everyone.
1: That is 100 years old or dead, right?
3: That's it. She's in a toy. <laughs> no, it's not
0: that. George Burns. George Burns. Did you like George Burns? Nah, he's not funny. <laughs> he wasn't funny, but Gracie was funny. Gracie uh, Allen was funny as hell. I don't
2: know how my mom finds our show entertaining because we're Cause sort it's of you. Dumb funny because yeah. she finds the sun shines I out think, of your ass. I thought I think Doug's is think funny as hell. Are,
0: be, no, because I think you're such nice. Handsome guys Chris, and I, these are so genuine. Thank you, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is nasty, but I have to say he's witty and funny. He's good. Okay, I if like there's, him. If he's vulgarity, there's there's except when he gets nasty. Sex jokes.
2: My mom's tuned out. Okay. So you know, Can we get you? I, what about? Now, I don't.
0: I don't mind. I don't mind cursing, but I don't see why physical. Uh, parts of the bodies have to be in there. That is the
2: not way, funny. That's our old school Mexican what? craziness. Can we get ten on you.
3: TikTok? Can you get on yeah. TikTok no. and, no, no, and no, no, rate no. all these people?
1: No. I got to tell you this. Oh wait, oh wait, hold this. on. One more, one more. What about Ben Stiller? Um, his like, parents were funnier.
3: Oh, uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry, and yeah, uh, yeah, they were funny. Right,
1: what right, one more. What about uh? <laughs> how about dude? And my pool was way no. bigger than
0: your pool spot. Who airplane? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Airplane? That's pretty funny. I like. Are you, uh, why are you? Why are you? Did you say airplane? You didn't say nothing about airplane. Cause your pool. Cause when 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 uppity rich said you did you had an above ground pool. Uh, get get over it. We had a gigantic above ground pool. I'll have you to know. I went to
1: oh, the, to the country, club, my, my, uh, country club. My family, uh My family had an above ground pool. After I like when I was in like high school and college and I hardly went it. Uh, above ground pools was such a Long Island and Jersey thing. All right, but, by the way, what about, yeah, but, uh, but our pool was gigantic. It was, it was huge. Let's see. What about Martin Lawrence? No, bro. Martin Lawrence. Uh, no, no, not even close. Uh-uh. My mom's never seen Will, any S- Will Smith. No, no. no, Will Smith.
0: Will Smith. Will Smith. He's he all right. He's all right. Kevin
1: James. Eddie what about Kevin James? Oh, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin James. No, she don't like Kevin James.
0: I don't know who that Kevin. is. Man. I don't know who that is. She like him. How about Jack Black? She, okay.
2: My mom's enjoyed Jack Black a few oh, times. Jack Black, he's funny. I think she likes School of School Rock. School of Rock. Yeah. See. I liked him. It's in It's so class. fucking particular, bro. It's impossible. It's like um. Come on. It's like you know, like you present the king, like like hello king, and they bring like uh, different different people it to now. entertain. you have to know. And and now he, he, he sends him to the. My mom sends everybody right. to the fucking d- dungeon. Like no. Ten. 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 Paul, be gone. Yeah, Paul Every Rudd. once in a
0: while, like yes. No. Really, Paul? you gotta admit that some uh, humor uh, re- re- requires work, and some of that does not require work. It's lame and easy and stupid. <laughs> do you stupid like, is it. easy. What, a, she's what the about? Worst? Do you like dry about, humor? No.
3: What about Paul, Paul Rudd?
0: Who? Oh, Paul <laughs> Rudd. Nah, I don't really, Paul Rudd's not nah, funny. I don't really like him. You think he's like comedian I like, funny? I don't. I don't I think kinda, he's a
2: comedian Paul. Like Paul Rudd's a comedic actor. He's, he's not a comedian and he's I
1: don't think Paul he's Paul Rudd is a, a com- comedian. Paul Rudd is like a
2: like a rom-com guy. What about like Rich, romantic guy? What do you what do you think the
1: com stands for? Yeah, but he's not like fucking Rich funny. Little? Yeah.
0: Did you say Rich Little? I did. He was a great impressionist. Got to give him props for that.
3: Didn't make you laugh. I right? really
0: he was a good, good impressionist. Oh,
3: what about Phyllis Phyllis Dillon? Vince Vaughn.
0: She's I in like a time My mom's in a time
1: good. Vince Vaughn. My mom likes Vince Vaughn. She was great.
0: You, dude. What well, hey, answers you Until you no. find me, until you find me something that makes me think this is good or just as or better or just as good, then I'll jump on board. What about like cars? Did, did you say? Did you say Melissa
3: you McCarthy? Guys, Here's the is, game. Here's the game. It's half
1: baked.
3: Unintended. Like, do you like Melissa McCarthy? No.
1: No. She no. doesn't.
3: Uh, no. Dude, no I'm welcome. telling you, end no of conversation. Welcome.
2: If it's from 19, did you say Jim, to Have you now, you Jim yet? 1977 oh, I to like now, Jim she like Jim Carrey in a lot of movies. She See,
0: likes yeah, Jim, I like Carrey. Jim, movies.
3: Right. Jim Carrey's I mean, fucking Jim Carrey. I do. I like him. How could you not? We're like up to Jim the 90s. Harry. We're up to the 90s. Yeah, there's, there's rare
1: exceptions. Yeah, I think though. we should give. I think we should end on that one. Yeah, let's end on that
2: one. Yeah, if they're dead, she likes them. If she, if they died hundred years ago, she likes them. All right,
0: yeah, your is dead.
2: That's my mom, everybody. My
0: mom! You so handsome. Thank, so you. handsome. Thank you. Thank you, mom. I love my boy. I love my, my boy. Thank you. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's
1: Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two
2: tiers. One where you could just listen one where you could listen and watch what we do plus some extras behind the velvet rope either way we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it appreciate you listening we're cavino and rich tell your friends
0: cavino and rich best of the week